Hello people, this is your girl Pimo and this is Pimo's Secret. The word of God is so exciting. It is filled with revelational truth. I mean, you read a story, you read a passage of the Bible and you think you've gotten all you need, the revelation from it, you know, once or twice. But I tell you, when the Bible says the word of God is new every day, that's just the simple truth. I'm sure we're all familiar with the story of Prophet Elijah and the widow of Zarephath. We are familiar, we probably have heard tons of messages on that passage. But yesterday something happened to me. I was uh, counseling with a young sister uh, who is a widow and uh, she was going through a rough time. And in the midst of the counseling, the Lord just opened my eyes to see something I'd never seen in that story and I just feel uh, impressed in my heart to share with us you know today I'm coming to like this uh, podcast thing it just makes life easy right okay so we know the story Elijah woke up one morning obviously the children of Israel had sinned and sinned and sinned and he woke up and he said there will be no rain unless at my word you know there will be no rain And the Bible says, the Lord told him to hide himself by the brook Cherith. You know, it's amazing. Laced all through the scriptures are God's strategies, uh, God's uh, uh, ways. Uh, God has this jazz-born kind of ways of handling things at times. It just leaves you like wondering like, wow, this is God there. And so he tells him to hide by the brook chariot. And he said, I have commanded the ravens to feed you. It's amazing that he used the word feed with respect to the ravens. He said, you drink from the brook and the ravens will feed you. And according to the word of God, the ravens came in the morning and in the evening. They will bring bread and meat in the morning, bread and meat in the evening. How they did that, we probably ask God when we get to heaven. But the ravens came without fail. And they kept bringing that until the brook dried up. And someone is wondering, why would the brook dry up? God asked him to go there. And that's the same thing we find ourselves sometimes. You said, because God has asked me to come here. God commanded the ravens. The ravens are still bringing the bread and, 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 the, and the meat, you know. But why is the brook, and the Bible says the brook dried up because there was no rain. And you would wonder, why didn't God just allow, preserve that brook? God is not a magician. He's a miracle worker. And so there are certain things that happen to us at times on our journey, on our faith journey, uh, that uh, we don't have control over, like the brook. It will dry up, but it doesn't mean there's something wrong with your life. It doesn't mean you've disobeyed God. It doesn't mean God has stopped uh, uh, answering you or loving you or God is not on your side anymore. No. The most important thing to do at this point is say, God, what is the next line of action? Because he always has a line of action. What he said was that the ravens will feed you. So honestly, they could they would do it for as long as God instructs them, Right. And for as long as the brook, because what's the point eating bread and meat and there's no water to drink on it? So yes, the moment the brook dried up, I want to believe the raven stopped coming because yeah, there's no water to drink. And then what happened? The Bible says the Lord said to 
uh, Elijah, he said, now you would go down to uh, Zarephath. And this is one of my most exciting scriptures, as in stories, uh, stories, sorry, in the word of God, especially in the Old Testament. And the Bible says that, he said to him, you would now arise and go to Zarephath. He said, and dwell there. You know, for, for Brook Cherit, he asked him to hide there. You know, it's so important to understand God's instruction. For as long as you're in hiding, the ravens will feed you. He now says, go to Zarephath and dwell there. That means you're going to be there until I'm ready to send rain. As in, it's no longer a hiding place. You're going to live there. You're going to be there like a normal human being. You're not hiding from anyone. I'm going to protect you, you know. And he now said, I have commanded <laughs> a widow, now hear this, to provide for you, not to feed you. Because feeding is limited. Like I said, the ravens were not the ones giving water. At best, all they did was what? Bring bread and meat. God had to supply the other things. The environment had to supply the other things. But with this case, God said, okay, there are certain things I will do in your life that it would be me. It would be supernatural. But then there are certain things I would do in your life I would use man. I would use the influence of man. It doesn't mean... I am limited in my power or my reach. It just means that I want to use man so that that man too can be blessed. Did someone get that? That means that there are times God will put us in positions. God will put us in places where we are in need and God will bring somebody else to help us to meet that need so that that person also can be blessed. Did someone get that? I'm getting all excited just talking about this. Wow. So amazing with God. He said, I have commanded a widow to provide for you and trust me I said God at what point did you command this widow he didn't say this widow will feed you because if he had used the word feed peradventure you know when the widow baked the cake and gave it to Elijah that would have been the end he said no I'm sending you to Zarephath to dwell there now I have commanded the widow to provide not just give you food but she's going to provide. Wow. And the, the, the amazing and sweet and exciting, the one that really makes me feel so amazed and goosebumps all over me about the stories. The person God is asking to provide for somebody else has not even been able to provide for herself. Oh God. You know, it is important that the Lord open our eyes to begin to see and understand how God speaks. <coughs> Excuse me. God said to Elijah, uh, sorry, God said to Abraham, I have made you a father of nations when Isaac wasn't even <laughs> in the horizon. He says, I've made you already. So he said to this Elijah, Elijah, he said, there's a widow. I've made her a provider, but she doesn't realize she's a provider because she's looking at what she has in her hand right now. She's looking and she's wondering. She's saying, I have just a handful of flour. And a little jar of oil. Honestly, she did not look like a prof- she didn't even look like someone that could feed Elijah. Talkless of saying that she was a provider is amazing. But trust Elijah. Elijah had worked long enough with God to understand how God works. He obeyed and, true to the word of God, met this woman at the gate. She was gathering sticks to go prepare food, and he said, "Please get me water." 
you know, and she was going to get water. Now, I want you guys to understand that there was famine. Probably two years had gone by. I don't know. But there was famine. So it was really bad. There was no food in Israel. And he had extended to the other cities around them. There was no food. I mean, there was no food. It was that bad. And it's amazing that Elijah made this pronouncement. God has sustained him supernaturally. But then God was now introducing another method of sustaining him. Because Elijah needed to be sustained. You know why? Because he's the same Elijah that will come back and declare God's word and there will be rain. And so unknown to that woman, wow, this is so powerful. Unknown to the widow, beyond just feeding Elijah, she was going to sustain Elijah because the future of her life, the future of her household, the future of entire Israel, the future of everyone connected to them was tied to this man Elijah. Because if Elijah died of hunger or Elijah was caught by Ahab before time, then I'm telling you, who would deliver the word of God? Of course, God will always, but I'm just saying that, who would deliver the word of God to turn around the situation? So God used one widow in, you know, in her own place, in her own corner, not knowing what God was doing. And use that widow to sustain the man of God who had the key, who had the solution, who the word of God was with to bring about deliverance. And this widow said, man of God, I have just a handful of flour and a jar of oil. I'm about to prepare bread so that I and my son will eat and we will die because there's no food anywhere else again. And Elijah said, do mine first. You know, uh, some people have misquoted this particular story. And oftentimes they've seen only the, the, the they portrayed only the negative side, saying that using it against ministers and pastors, oh, do my own first and all of that. And people say, eh, go ahead. and be. That's not even what I want. To, there's some, something deeper here. Beyond feeding Elijah, this woman was preserving an entire nation this woman was preserving the future of an entire nation by heeding and acting in faith and in obedience and so this woman went ahead and baked the cake according to the word of elijah and the bible says according to his word the jar of oil never ceased and the bean of flour never dried up it's so amazing how god works and you know what the bible says the bible we're, we're told that the woman elijah her son and her household <laughs> at the beginning not it wasn't mentioned her household. it was just saying that me and my son so she had a household so she was a provider at some point in time in her life she had a household oh glory to god she had a household and so she started doubting her ability to provide i don't know who i'm talking to she started doubting her ability to provide, her ability to sustain. And God said, I'm going to send someone your way. When you act in faith and you step out in faith, you would see that you are indeed a provider. And then what happened? She took Elijah in. She didn't just feed Elijah. She provided Elijah with a house on the rooftop, a well-furnished house, a well-furnished room on the rooftop. And, you know, took care of Elijah, the Bible says, for many days. We don't know how long that was. It could have been months. It could have been a year. 
But for many days, she was able to provide for Elijah and her household. And of course, we know what happened. Her son got sick and died. And she cried out to Elijah. And Elijah said, bring the boy, put him on his bed, laid over him and spoke to him, you know, called out to God and life came back to that boy. And that story ended that way. And right after that, the Bible says, the Lord came to him and said, it's time for you to show yourself to Ahab. And before we knew what happened, the Mount Camel uh, encounter happened and there was rain. Wow. What a story. God had to put that story of the Zarephath widow in, in, into it somehow to show us. Like I said, there are times when God will deliver you, sustain you supernaturally. But then so that he can, he can, you know, he can bless you both. He will bring a human being. He will bring something natural, a human being in line with you so that that person can be a blessing to you and you can be a blessing in return to that person. Such a powerful truth, you know, to, to, to learn and to glean from this story. And I, I now understand, you know, when Jesus came and he said there were widows in Israel when God sent Elijah to the widow of Zarephath. That woman had the ability. She was probably a Proverbs 31 kind of woman. How be it she was a widow, but it didn't stop her. I want to speak to someone listening to me. You might be a widow, you might not be. But probably you are looking at yourself and you're like, what do I have in my hand? What I have right now in my hand doesn't even, it doesn't cut it. It's just enough for now. And God says that same thing, that all that you have, that little thing that you're looking at and you're wondering what can it do? considering all that you want to do more so probably you have been a provider at some point in time in your life and you are wondering god but it's not something uh that is of your own doing there was famine in the land you know and like i said the lady i was counseling with yesterday the covid thing had hit her so much like so many people are experiencing right now it has hit her so much there was famine in the land the woman had no control over the famine but she had control over her household amen and it's a word for someone there's covid all around and covid has happened because god allowed it but as a child of god we can create our own environment we can create our own uh, uh, experience right here you know in your own space like this woman and be the provider that god had called you god said I've commanded a, a woman, a widow, she will provide for you. If God has called you a provider, then you are a provider. You have the capacity to. I pray that I am like the Elijah. I pray that I am the Elijah to you uh, today, declaring God's word over your life and speaking that that provider that God has called you, you provider, you will preserve nations, you will preserve the future by that act of obedience in the name of Jesus. Oh, I really hope this has blessed you. I really hope this has encouraged you. I really hope this has lifted up your faith and lifted up your heart and delivered hope to you in the name of Jesus. Thank you so much for listening. Please feel free to share and let it be a blessing to someone. Thank you and God bless you. Stay loved, stay connected and stay on top. God bless you.